Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we are so excited to be sharing this time with you. Get ready for a candid convo with us, Nicole and Kate. Throughout this podcast, we'll be sharing our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you are not alone. And two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Ooh, Nicole, building good habits is what we are jamming on today. And let me tell you, this is one of my favorite topics ever. (laughs) I kind of thought it would be, but I like it. (laughs) I know you love them too. I do, I do, I do. (laughs) Oh, but good habits are kind of hard to come by sometimes because with good habits, I'm sure many of us have bad habits as well. I know I do. I have a couple vices here and there. Well, I, for one, love to reference the James Clear when I talk about habits because he is, he's just like my, uh, my go-to when it comes to habits and um, really just like we talked about daily routines a couple episodes back and he's, he always breaks it down in such a way that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so easy. I can totally do that. And that and he does talk about turning bad habits into good habits in a way that you are calling out what the bad habit is and finding the simplest way to replace it with a good one. Um, I mean, I'd like to think that I have a lot more good habits than bad habits, <laughs> but I guess this isn't something that I've actually sat down and like listed out. What would you that? I mean, you well, have a lot of good now. habits. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. I mean, let, why? Okay, I want to hear what's your favorite good habit that you have? What's a good habit that you have? Mm. Yeah, a good habit that I have, and I'm and I realize it's a good habit because Omar's always reminding me about it. And I think, oh, it's normal. Everybody does this. Everybody exercises. And he's like, no, 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 no. You're exceptional. I've, in the time I've known you, you have not, you know, you have committed to exercising and without fail, you know, rain or shine, you will, you know, exercise because that's what you need to do. And that's what you want to do. And so I, yeah, so I'm going to pick exercise. And the reason I pick exercise and I'm proud of that habit is that I didn't exercise. I didn't play sports when I was a teenager. I didn't. Yeah. I started exercising. Oh my God. This is so embarrassing in my like early twenties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm laughing because I'm like, that's not embarrassing, but that is like, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, you didn't play sports growing up at all. No, I was one of those, you know, students that the PE teacher hated. I was lazy and avoiding. <laughs> I want to do. You're like, that. I can't today. Here's my slip from my mom. <laughs> or just like, yeah, exactly. Either that, or just you know, very making very half baked attempts at whatever sport we were playing. Yeah, did it, you just not like it? You were just like, no, I'm over this. I'd rather be what would okay, fill in the blank. I'd rather be doing well. If we're going to be a little bit vulnerable, I was a little bit of a chubby kid, a little bit overweight from my early years. Yeah. That might have been something. Um, 
Yeah, well, that's so we can talk about that in another episode, I suppose. Yeah, and I, look, I suppose my parent, my parents were quite healthy in terms of they weren't overweight. They're big walkers, like so they're always very slim. It's not like my family was. Even my brother's always been very slim and lean. Um, I guess my yeah, my parents didn't play sports. I was. I grew up active in terms of being, you know, growing up by the beach in Sydney, you swim a lot you're, and you're generally outdoors a lot, which is what, you know, is great about growing up here. Um, I think I remember when I think my mum would try and encourage me in my early teens to lose some weight. She was trying to help me. I think I remember playing some exercise tapes, tapes. Let's talk about Ooh. aging. Yeah, those home videos. But, you know, I didn't do that consistently. And again, I never played a team sport. I'm always so envious of anyone who has played a team sport because I think you just learn so many life skills and skills, you know, playing, uh, you know, being part of a team sport. So it's weird. So I, I started, yeah, in my 20s. I think I started with yoga. That was the first, mm. um, my first kind of entry into um, exercise. And I remember distinctly, moving to when I moved to Japan so I was in my early 20s there that's the first time I joined a gym like I was part I had a gym membership there and I remember looking over at one girl who was like stretching and she she was touching her toes and I remember that day going I want to be able to do that I want to touch my toes and I (laughs) I remember setting and I did and like I just kept you know as part of my routine at the end of like whatever I I swam and I did some other workout like there I um I would always stretch and try and reach my toes and so I those was kind of like the early kind of uh, you know entry into into exercising consistently and I kept that up for the two years that I was there and then ever since then I just can't imagine not exercising now Mm. I just can't imagine it's something that I just yeah I'm with the Omar I'm very impressed that like so that's okay and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to not playing sports growing up or like not having a gym membership always or 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 any of those things Um, but that is very impressive that it's something that's important to you and you've found a way to build it into your life as a habit um kudos yeah. I mean, I know how good I feel when I exercise. And so, and when I know how bad I feel when I don't. Mm-hmm. So that's been a very clear, like, okay, this is, this is something I need to do. Um, yeah. yeah. So would you, okay. I'm thinking about again, because we just talked about our daily routines a couple episodes mm-hmm. back. So a routine is different to a habit, right? When Mm -hmm. I think about habits, I think about something that you are able to do without having to think about it. You don't need to convince yourself Mm. to do it. So yeah, I mean, to think of a habit as something that you do without really having to think about. I always use the example of brushing your teeth, right? You don't wake up in the morning and be like, am I going to brush my teeth this morning? Mm. No, you just do it. Yeah. And so having a habit of like working out exercise that's just a part of who you are now I really feel that way yeah Yeah. I mean if uh, definitions aside you know I don't the distinction but for me um, exercise has become something that I consider a habit that I have to do yeah and it doesn't have to be like sorry that you want to do though right 
You said that I have to do, but you no, have to do it because you want to do it. <laughs> I wa- yeah, no, I do. I yeah. want to do it. Yeah. I, I feel off if I don't. I feel mm-hmm. completely off. So what about you? Okay. What? <laughs> oh, okay. I'll, sh- I'll share, I'll share a good habit and then I want to hear about a bad habit. <laughs> um, okay. A good habit for me. Well, I do think that exercise is one of them, but I'll come up with a different one since you use that one. But I feel the exact same as I, I feel like we are very much on the same page with our exercise game. A good habit that I have, I would say um, just my organization and cleanliness. That is very much just a part of who I am. And it is a habit for me to, I, I don't leave stuff lying around. Um, I don't like clutter. And for me, this is very important. And I feel it in every area of my life. Because when I do see things laying around, like physical clutter in my home, to me, feels like an extension of like my actual mood and body. And I can't carry that around. (laughs) Um, And so for me, having that as a habit is, uh, I mean, this might sound like over the top, but it really does change my everyday life to not have that baggage almost because it feels like baggage to me when things are laying around. It just like clutters my mind, mm-hmm. emotional clutter, <laughs> head clutter, physical clutter, get it all out of there. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't sound weird at all. I don't remember where I heard this from, but one of the best things that you can do first thing in the morning and this I don't agree with the very first thing in the morning because you want to air it out is to make your bed to oh, yes. make your bed in the morning because that kind of instantly sets a neat tidy organized uh tone because if you yes. look, if you think about an unmade bed it looks so it, 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 it throws the whole yeah and it look and it throws the whole room off you know you know mm. like everything else might be super tidy in that room but if the bed's unmade it looks really bad right so i can't remember where i heard this from but it's like one of the first things you can do to kind of set your mind to like okay that kind of organized um yeah clutter free so i totally I, like my desk is always really tidy I, i'm with you on the whole tidy stuff like <laughs> yeah and actually a second point to making your bed in the morning which i do every single morning is that it creates positive momentum you've already accomplished mm-hmm. something before you've barely started your day so it creates like a positive momentum for accomplishing things throughout your day um, I love that. So yeah. two, two pros for making <laughs> your bed in the morning. <laughs> yeah. All right. What about a bad habit? What's a bad habit that you have that you would love to ditch? Oh, that I, oh, a bad habit now. Mm-hmm. Cause or, one, or one, you can share one that you've ditched previously. If you, yeah, there's one that really stands out. Cause it's, it's one of my kind of pet, um, pet peeves and that's um timeliness people being on time oh mm, i think you relate this to this really fires me up <laughs> <laughs> i know how to press yes. your button <laughs> in oh, a good yes. way <laughs> yeah and that and the reason why it's a bad is because i got pulled up on this 
from a friend, a close friend who's still a friend to this day, who I appreciate for pulling me up on, on this. I was, I, in like, yeah, in my twenties, I just didn't think it was, I didn't think it was a problem to show up late to things, you know, whether it's Mm. a dinner invite at their house or whatever. And I was like, it's okay if I'm running late. I, I don't know. Like, I think it's a terrible, terrible habit. This is so interesting. I can't imagine you ever having that as a habit. Well, because, well, now I don't, you know, I, I, know. I was able to correct that. So my, my <laughs> you know, in my uh, youth, uh, yeah. So my friend one day, she just called me out. She goes, you know what? Like, you, sh- this is, this is not good. Um, it's, it's disrespectful. It's, it's, it's not considerate of others. And honestly, at that time, I remember thinking, Oh, I didn't think it was a problem. Like I wasn't aware of it. And so I really do, you know, respect my friend for actually um, calling me out on it in a way that it's not like she just, you know, not to make me ashamed or to, you know, to put me down in any way. It's like, you know, the, the closest people around you are the people that in spite of, you know, your bad habits who are able to call you out on those bad habits still love you for, you know, but they're prepared to just basically say, but Hey, you know, I love you, but you got to really fix this thing. (laughs) And it was kind of in in that tone. And I think, I think it's because when I was younger, um, you're not as self-aware, like all of this kind of self-awareness, self-development stuff. I really feel like that's come later in my life. And I think maybe at that stage, maybe I didn't have anyone around me reminding me like, Hey, you know what? Being on time is actually, actually something that's really really important and so I am really um you know I get annoyed if someone is someone who just takes that for granted and I I don't have time for that (laughs) but I good on your friend that is like that is true friendship right gotta call you out (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah no I feel the same way about time because to me if I have plans and I'm supposed to meet up with someone, I have specifically arranged what I'm doing leading up to that point in order to be there for that commitment. So when the other person doesn't honor that, it's basically them saying, my time is more important than yours. Exactly. It's how, it's how I feel no, when that yeah. happens. And it is quite frustrating because I value my time at a very high level. Yeah. Yeah. So I ditched that habit, bad habit. What about you? What's your bad habit? Oh goodness. (laughs) I, I'm actually like having several run through my head right now. Um, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach and I'm happy to share other, um, bad habits, but one bad habit that I'm so glad that I've kicked with the help of John, John was my friend who called me out (laughs) on this. My fiance who called my fiance. (laughs) So fun to say (laughs) is I ha I used to have a really bad habit of when someone paid me a compliment, I would try Mm -hmm. to push the compliment away by saying, Oh no, is that, that you know, is like kind of embarrassed. And like, I, I had a really hard time accepting compliments because either I felt awkward about it or one reason or another. Um, And I really do feel like that was a bad habit because you take away, this is, so John called me out on it Mm -hmm. and he's like, 
that's not only really bad because you're essentially saying to yourself that whatever that whatever compliment that person just gave you is not true, which why would somebody give you that compliment if it wasn't true? So you're just like bashing your own confidence. Mm -hmm. But number two, you're taking away the joy of somebody being able to pay you a compliment who obviously thinks highly of you or admires you in a certain area to the point that they wanted to share that with you. And you have just slapped it away, basically, by not accepting it. And I thought like, wow, I never thought of it that way. That not only am I being mean to myself, but that's not very nice to the other person either who is genuinely trying to be nice and pay you a compliment. So yeah, it is now something where I graciously accept compliments and um, I've noticed that about you and that that is a really positive quality because it's like it's diminishing the other person's opinion. It's like you, it's like being dismissive in some ways of what they've said and and, and it does make the other person feel good that you've acknowledged mm-hmm. their kindness, really. It's like yeah. this passing on of kindness. And I like that. Go, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another habit that I feel is still currently a bit of, a, well, I don't know. Actually, I'm curious to hear your thoughts mm-hmm. on this. I say I'm sorry a lot. And I read like this big expose on the fact that like, why are you saying sorry? Stop saying sorry because you didn't actually do anything. You do not owe anyone an apology, but it is such a habit of mine. And I'm not going to call it a good, it's, it's a habit. Okay. I don't, I don't know if it's, I I honestly don't know what type of habit I want to categorize it as. But I am becoming more conscious of it. But yeah, I've I've heard this. I've heard I've heard that I think women tend to also you apologize a lot for you know randoms like and just where it's not necessary. You know, you get on a on a on a on a Zoom call. It's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry, I don't look great. I haven't fixed my hair, or I haven't whatever. Like <laughs> the default is immediately to say make some sort of apology and excuse. Um, I, I think that's, that's, that's so relatable. Cause I think I do that too. Mm, interesting. I'm do gonna... you think that it's like, it's something that, I don't know. What do you think about saying, I'm sorry? I do. I mean, I do think that there's a certain amount of empathy and yeah. like you just giving emotion to the situation, which is, I feel the way that I probably use it most is, mm-hmm. I guess it's my default for letting someone know that I genuinely care about the mm. situation or whatever is going on. But anyway, no, I digress. I <laughs> no, that's it's an inter- it makes me think about um, the fact that I always start sentences with, or not always start sentences, but I do say a lot. I'm worried about, and people, t- mm. <laughs> and so I worry, I worry, and it's like. It's just a, a default way of actually me think saying, oh, I'm thinking or I'm concerned about or yeah, that's on like top of mind. But the way I start that thought and and voice that thought is I'm wor- worried. Yeah, automatically so, kind of giving a negative like vibe to whatever follows. Yeah, and maybe that's what you know someone else with your with your example of saying I'm sorry. 
it can be interpreted as like, oh, it's your fault or you're apologizing mm. because you feel like you have to, you've done something wrong, where it might just be an, a way to express like, yeah, empathy for the situation or concern or the fact that you care. Um, but it can mm. be interpreted in that other way of like, yeah, this is my, my fault. I did something wrong and I shouldn't. So you shouldn't therefore start a sentence with or, or immediately apologize. Similar probably to the fact that when I say I, I'm worried about or I worry about this. Mm. Oh, I don't know. We overthinking it maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll keep it in um, mind. That. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. Talking about habits and kind of mm-hmm. circling back to our somewhat definition of it being <laughs> something that you do without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also probably things in our lives that we would like to have as habits, but maybe we try them for a couple of months and we get going good on them, but then we, you know, slack off or we Mm. go on vacation or something happens and then it can be quite hard to get back into them. Right. Mm. Um, what, what's kind of your, like, would you have like a grace period or (laughs) (laughs) I remember remember we talked about this when I mentioned I can't remember what episode we were talking about I think it was daily routines when I'd fallen out of the habit of um, meditating and doing Mm. my morning ritual um, because something else you know work took over yeah that was interesting because I when you when I caught myself and checked myself I was like oh I've stopped doing something that was actually really good for me I need to get back into it um you know, it could be for various reasons. You're reminded of that positive habit, positive routine, positive thing that you're doing. Um, yeah, it's important to um, to get. I, I was talking about this with a friend a while ago, and sometimes it can it can be a bit of self sabotage too. Like you might be doing mm. something that's really good for you, and then out of some sort of act of rebellion you're like okay this doesn't serve me anymore I don't need to do this anymore I've proven this to myself so I don't need to do this anymore um because I know I can do it and I think that can probably lead you into like stopping something that's actually quite positive um well I like what I I like what you say about going back to our episode on daily routines and how you gave the example of kind of falling out of the habit of doing you know meditation and and a bit of your morning routine during that chapter mm-hmm. um, in your business and life. And, you know, maybe it is just that simple. You recognize that you had fallen out of the habit and you realize that it was actually a really great habit to be in and that it made you happier and feel great. So you just started doing it again. Yeah. And I think that that really goes to show and is proof that sometimes we do tend to just overcomplicate it. Like (laughs) if you have a habit, that's a really good habit. And for whatever number of reasons you go on vacation, you have people visiting, you're hosting your, your work gets really crazy. You have a, you have a baby, like whatever the case may be, maybe you fall out of some of your good habits. Maybe it is as easy as saying, I miss that. I felt great when I did that. I'm going to start doing it again now. Yeah. You know, why, why does it have to be anything more than that? I guess. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Well, that was productive. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Check. <laughs> oh, um, but okay. So this actually reminds me too of like something that I feel quite strongly about and that is moderation. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like there are good habits, there are bad habits, there are routines, there are um, vices, there are all Mm -hmm. these things that can interrupt or add to our what what might be a great daily routine. Mm. And and I always have like a bit of a problem with the all or nothing mentality because um, that has never really worked for me, I guess, in yeah. certain areas. Um so I'm a big fan of moderation. Everything in moderation, even moderation, right? <laughs> <laughs> What do you, I mean, what's like, what's kind of your, do you feel like you have to be 110% or it's as good as nothing? Or do you feel like being 90% is still like, yeah, you go, you're 90%. That's awesome. You're not, at least you're not zero. Mm, That's a good one. Cause I feel like my default is actually all or nothing. (laughs) Really? Oh (laughs) man. Okay. (laughs) But that's good. I want to like hear more about like, no, but, but, but I do feel like more recently I've realized the, the power of, you know, the 80, 20 rule, for example. So let's take, you know, eating well and, you know, sticking to a good nutrition plan. I think if you take the all or nothing approach, then then what ends up happening is the day that you don't, you know, commit to it or you have, you've, you've made some poor choices that day. Um, a lot of people would take that as like, Oh, well, that's it. I suck at this. I can't do this. This is too hard. And then they just fall back into the, the habit. Whereas if you have your mindset of, you know, moderation or 90, 90, 10 or 80, 20, you realize that it's okay to deviate from uh, the plan and the world's not going to end and it doesn't make you a bad person and it doesn't mean this this thing is going to fail. Uh, you can just get back on and, you know, pick up again where you left off, you know, the next day or the day after. So I, I do think there is um, a lot. Yeah. And I think that that applies as well to say meditation. And yeah, so even, even though I say all or nothing, I do feel like I've become a bit more aware and do forgive myself when it doesn't go according to plan. I know we talked about this in daily routines. If it doesn't go according to plan that day, or if you miss, you know, that positive habit, I do feel like it's okay. You know, I I actually stick to the 80, 20, as long as I'm doing the good thing, 80% of the time, I allow myself the 20%. I think that's the way mm. I've probably worked out the moderation aspect yeah. of it. Mm. Yeah. So, and I guess if you really flip it, because I'm I'm used to thinking about the 80-20 in terms of 20% of your effort mm-hmm. equals 80% of your results. So you, you almost oh. kind of flip it, right? Mm. Is that like if you're doing 80% like on point, then the other 20% is like, you're, you're good. It's not going to throw over the wagon or anything, right? Yeah, that's how <laughs> yeah. I see that. I, I understand I, what you're saying about the 80-20, but that's how I apply it to to this concept of moderation. No, I love it. I, and I love that you brought that into it because I'm used, it, like I automatically go to the business 80-20 <laughs> yes. and, and I like this 80-20 because it's... <laughs> We're talking about a different 80-20. <laughs> a different 80-20. And, and I like it. Yeah, I can totally resonate with that. I also, because I don't think it's fair to punish ourselves just because we're not being perfect. Like mm-hmm. it's just, 
And and that I, I think that that is my biggest problem with the all or nothing is I just don't think it's realistic because we are not perfect beings. Yeah. And and I feel like if if we were more forgiving of ourselves and gave ourselves that space more often, that we'd probably have a lot easier time keeping good habits and ditching bad ones because we would not be under such strict <laughs> and unrealistic pressure <laughs> to yeah. always be doing the good things and never be doing the quote unquote bad things. Yeah, 100%. So this is our 80-20 rule. Yes. Good 80% of the time and <laughs> laser Nicole 20%. Nicole and Kate's 80-20. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you, Kate. If you could choose just one habit that you think everybody should have or should build or should work towards, what would that habit be besides brushing your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> and making your bed <laughs> and working out <laughs> and cleaning the kitchen <laughs> and tidying up De declutter health friends <laughs> um, well I mean when I think about all of these things in addition to creating good habits being able to ditch bad habits I mean basically everything that we've been talking about today I think like the overarching most critical thing that you can have a good habit that you can have is a positive mindset because if you can't be your own support and cheerleader in those times when you need it most to actually get those good habits going or to keep yourself away from those bad habits or to get yourself back on track when you have one of those breaks or like in-betweens, then it's just going to be a struggle. It's going to be a huge struggle. And I know that both of us are really huge on mindset. Um, it, it's played a massive role in my world especially in the past 10 years, I feel like mindset has changed my life in so many ways. And, and I, I mean that. I, it sounds like a very bold statement, and it is, and it's true. Um, without a positive mindset, we just, there are so many opportunities to fall off and to you know slip into those bad habits. Yeah, I think positive mindset for sure. What do you think? Well, we can end it right here. And this is why we're friends because I <laughs> Same page. took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Same page. Uh, yeah, when, you know, going back to the beginning and I think about, oh, exercise, and I think that's one of the most important that I think everyone should have. But if I had to, had to pick one, it would be the positive mindset. It would be that ability to, no matter what is going on, to always see, and no matter what has happened, to always see the positive in that crappy-ass situation that you find yourself in, to just look for the positive. I know it sounds very self-helpy and very, um, you know, woo-woo-y, but... I can't, like you, I, it, it has served me. And I think that's one of the ways I've changed as a person and I've been more aware of this and, and I have, yeah, I feel like I've evolved is uh, not that maybe that's where the worry came from, the, the habit of saying I worry. Maybe it was a bit more erring on like, you know, disaster and what, what could happen. But I've really flipped that and I really do feel like I am very, very mindful of just no matter how bad things get to always see 
something positive in the situation because I think you really always can. Yeah, I'm going to be like a broken record here, but I'm, I'm with you, 100% girl. Positive mindset. And brush your teeth and make the bed and work out. <laughs> and email and meditate and journal. <laughs> Oh goodness. This is this has been fun. I love talking about habits. Um I could do it for a long time. But as we close out today's chat on building good habits, friends, we hope that you have picked up a thing or two that you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it the most. And friends, thank you so much for leaving us a rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to this podcast on. Thank you. Until next time, friends.